Welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm your host, the autistic woman. There are now two ways you can contribute to the podcast. There's a link in the show notes. You make it possible for me to be here bringing you content about autism. Thank you for your support and emails and messages. This episode is about wanting to know the answers, the drive we have, how we like to research. You're really good at research. I felt like that wasn't true. I avoided research until law school because I didn't need to learn how to do it. That changed in law school. Computers weren't really a big thing. I remember one classmate had a computer with a cassette tape drive, something totally foreign to the rest of us. We had typewriters without a correcting function. We used casebooks, volumes containing all the cases decided by the U.S. Supreme Court, Court of Appeals, and state Supreme Courts. I'd have piles of them open on my desk as I went back and forth, reading and looking for information. Then came computers, and the casebooks were digitized. Legal research can be somewhat tedious because it requires finding relevant cases by researching all the possibilities and then distilling the facts and law. I felt like I was good at the research part, but unfortunately terrible at writing. I got it in my mind, but getting it out on paper evaded me. Maybe I just needed more answers, needed to do more research until it was burned into my brain. Fast forward to Googling becoming common. Who wouldn't be intrigued by having pages of answers come up in a search? I have to find the best answer. And of course, that leads to more pages of interesting things I have to read. I'm not alone in going down the rabbit hole of the internet search and suddenly three hours have passed. I get that. I know not everyone who does that is autistic. The difference for me is that it's difficult to stop until I have the answer. Add not giving up easily and here we go. I can be relentless. The first time someone said I research a lot, I remember being surprised. Doesn't everyone look things up on Google when they have a question? Doesn't everyone want to be fully informed? I can give a recent example, the invasion of Ukraine. In the first days, I heard the Ukraine national anthem and wondered what that beautiful song was. I researched. Once I knew what it was, I had to know the lyrics in Ukrainian. I have friends from Ukraine. One is a lawyer who participated in drafting their constitution. I have family originally from Poland, so the invasion had significance in more than one way. I had to learn the song, of course, then I wanted to learn another. Then I wanted to find the Polish songs I heard at parties as a kid, so I could learn them. Would you call this a special interest? I say no. Finding a recipe, a flight schedule, how to get subtitles on YouTube, how to fix something are not special, certainly not circumscribed. Sometimes I research things that make no logical sense to me. I wonder whether I'm missing something important, like whose idea was Mount Rushmore? Sensory seeking drives me to research things like music and art because they stimulate the right brain and the left brain. I want the pleasure of the music and the knowledge and experience of it. I'll research to find out the best way to do something or how to solve a problem or who is an expert or to find the best plumber in my neighborhood. That's not a special interest. 
When there's a question, I want an answer, the correct and complete answer. Of course, I did some research for this episode and found nothing about autistics wanting the answers. For me, this trait is primarily about needing to know and being unwilling to give up until I do. Knowing a subject enriches my life. I get more out of experiences by understanding, whether that means the origin, the history, the context, whatever it is. I'm sometimes a resource for those who don't research as much as I do. Chasing answers using Google gives me material for social situations. It's not just for my own entertainment. Needing to know the answers is a tether to the world. Instead of floating around aimlessly, I'm grounded in knowledge. On occasion, research doesn't answer my questions, and then I'll have to learn what I can from experience. I rarely quit before knowing. For years, I read books about social communication and relationships. It made little difference, especially considering the amount of energy I've put into it. My quest for answers led me to learning I'm autistic and that there's nothing wrong with me. Something that drives my need to know is the desire to share what I've learned. I'm excited about it and assume others will be too. When I speak with neurotypicals, I use facts to fit in, to show I have value, to sound interesting. It becomes my social communication. Can you imagine what learning the alphabet meant to an autistic kid like me? I was so enthralled with letters that I came home after school, set up my dolls in the playroom, and told them everything. For me, research, knowing, answers can't be separated. I find it thrilling. It makes me a more interesting person, if only to myself. Having a conversation about saguaro cactus feels so much better than, What did you do this weekend? This autistic trait of mine enriches my experiences. Before I travel to a new place, I study it, and then I live it, and then I share it. I won't live long enough to learn five languages, to play several instruments, and to visit every continent. I do have time to thoroughly and completely pursue some of what interests me. Happily, I possess an autistic brain that won't let me stop until I do. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please support the podcast on Patreon. There's a link in the show notes. I love hearing from every one of you. Contact me on Twitter at anautisticwoman or by email at info at theautisticwoman.com. I'm your host, The Autistic Woman. Slava Ukraini.